We'll start reading in verse 54. The Bible says, So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, and then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? And O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of, this, of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Your labor is not in vain. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you for this day. Thank you for the privilege it is, God, to bow before you, Lord, once again. Thank you for the privilege it is, God, to be able to talk and articulate this morning. And I thank you for that. Thank you for letting us be alive. Thank you, dear God, for letting us breathe your air. Thank you, God, for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you, God, that we can be cleansed from all unrighteousness. And I pray, God, today that you'd help us. Lord, if we only realized how alone we really are without you, we wouldn't want to do anything without you. And I pray, God, that you'd manifest your presence and manifest your power. Help you people today, God, send revival. We'll thank you and praise you for what you do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing in reverence to the reading of the King James Authorized Bible. Amen. Amen. I want to look at this scripture this morning and trust that the Lord will be our helper and that God would help us uh, this morning deliver to you what God has impressed upon my heart. And, uh, and uh, amen, amen. And uh, God help us this morning. I want to take our context verse this morning out of 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. And verse number 58, and we'll read this again for the sake of hearing, where the Bible says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. Amen. And I want to look at this scripture this morning. I just want to do a little bit of expository preaching uh, this morning out of this verse and kind of define the words and break it down and give us what God's put upon my heart uh, for this service today. And as we look at this, if there's many times we quote this passage of Scripture, and I love this passage of Scripture because it is a passage of Scripture that uh, helps us understand how that we can have victory in this life. Amen. And I believe that even though the Bible clearly is teaching us about the victory over death here, and the Bible said that in verse 54, death is swallowed up in victory. But in verse 57, he said, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory 
through our Lord Jesus Christ. And if we have victory through the Lord Jesus Christ, and we think about through his death, we have victory over death, and we have victory over this dying body. And I believe it also typifies and gives us the understanding that we can also have victory in this life. And I believe personally through everything and in everything through and by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 If there is anything that we do in our flesh that we get victory over it is because that Jesus died, amen, that Jesus died, crucified his flesh, and has made a way that you and I can crucify our flesh and have some victory over some things, amen. Now, I personally believe this morning that a lot of defeats and a lot of problems in our life is because they're self-inflicted. I personally believe a lot of things that rack our brains and rack our minds is because we do not understand the victory that the Lord Jesus Christ has given us. Amen. We've never tapped into the power of God, nor the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We've been made more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen. So much of the defeat comes to our life because we do not understand who Christ is. We don't understand what Christ has done and what Christ is doing and what he sent the Holy Ghost to do. That is many of the reason that we live a defeated and depressed and despondent Christian life. Amen. 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 And I believe that. Amen. There's, there's nothing no more disappointing to eyes of pasture than to watch most people, nothing more than a matter of survival in their Christian life. Amen. Amen. You show me many people that have victory in their heart, victory in their life, victory on their face. Amen. Victory at home. You show me people that have victory. In their life, amen. And may I say to us today that victory, as verse 57 says, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. So victory does not come by circumstances and situations. Victory comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. Victory comes because of the finished work of Calvary. Victory comes because we understand who Jesus is and what Jesus did and what he's doing. That's where victory comes from. Victory comes from having knowledge of who God is, what God is, and what God is doing, and what he's doing in your life and in my life. Amen. Our biggest defeat is that our lives are not going the way that we think they should be going. That's why we're defeated. Amen. Well, I wish this was not going on. And I wish this wasn't happening. I wish this was different. I wish this could be different in my life. Do you understand that it is what it is? It is the way it is. And that has nothing to do with us having victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You see, we want everything to be done our way. We want our lives to be our way instead of the way God might want them to be, amen. 
I personally believe that lots of times the way we have to stay in these places in our lives is because we never get to that point that we trust Jesus and we've got victory over that and we've learned our lesson and God is able to withdraw some of these things off of us in our Christian lives. Amen. 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 I'm just being, who would be honest this morning? That's why we, we're mad, we're upset, we're defeated, we quit reading our Bible, we don't want to come to church, we don't want to do nothing because things are not going our way. Amen. 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 Well, I don't care about anybody going to hell without God. And I don't care about trying to be a witness. And I don't care about that. I just don't care about that. Amen. I'm so upset because things are not going my way. Amen. And majority of our praying, everything we do, we pray to the effect we're trying to have it our way. We pray to persuade God to do things our way. God, if you'd do this like I want it to be done, it'd be done right, I'd be happy, I'd shout, I'd praise you, I'd go to church, I'd bring somebody with you. I mean, I'd be that Christian that I really need to be. If you'd do things the way that I want them done, dear God. Is that not the truth? Amen, amen. God, if you'd make me better, if you'd touch me, if you'd do this, God, if you'll do this, I'll serve you. I'll give my church everything. I'll start sacrificing. I'll give this. I'll do that. But if you don't do it, God, I'm going to stay defeated. I'm going to stay depressed. I'm going to stay like I am. My Christianity's killing me. I have no victory in my life. Amen. Because God, you do not do things the way that I want them done. Amen. And so victory, amen, is not us getting things done our way. Victory is understanding that God does everything right and perfect. And what he does, we should get some peace and victory in our heart that God's doing this. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Hey, I'm sorry to be like this. I get so defeated in my mind. Amen. How dead and despondent people are. I mean, we're saved going to heaven. Ain't nobody got no victory. Amen. We're not going to live on this earth forever. Let them do what they want to. God's still God. Amen. 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 Yeah. Hillary might end up being our next whatever you want to call her. Amen. But I'm telling you something. God's still God. And he's still on his throne. And we still have victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And I'm telling you something today that victory, the word victory in this passage of Scripture means to have some triumph in your life. And I want to ask you something today. Have you ever gotten any victory over something? Is there any victory in your life? Have you ever triumphed over what's got you so down and depressed? Do you ever have any victory to triumph over those things? Amen, amen. As I think about these things, he said we have the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. This is just introduction, but we have triumph. But this word through, and I begin to look at this word through here, and it is a preposition word, meaning pre and position. In other words, you cannot have victory unless it is pre-in position through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
What we try to do is go around Jesus and have victory. Go the upper way around Jesus and have the victory. We try to go every which way to have victory except through the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to have victory in your marriage, you want to have victory in your heart, your home, you're going to have to have victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. I can say that to a lost man. He tries to have victory over life through his drugs, his alcohol, doing what he wants. You see, some people, because they got a free will, well, I can do what I want, amen. That's where they think they're going to get victory, amen. But I'm telling you something right now. There's one thing about the Bible teaches us, amen, that God gave them over to a reprobate mind, amen. In other words, that's what they were wanting, God gave them over. It means that God had them. Amen. They were not there. God gave them exactly what they want. Amen. And so victory only comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't ever forget that. Amen. Victory does not come through a big bank account. Amen. Victory does not come because you've got everything the world has to offer. There are some that set out to have something and they feel like if they can have that, they'll be happy. They'll have what life, amen, is always longed for. And let me tell you something. You can get everything your flesh thinks it needs and when you get it, you'll be as miserable as you was before, Amen. The only thing that can appease a man, the only thing that satisfies that emptiness and that longing in a man's heart is the Lord Jesus Christ. We as God's people can have victory no other way than through Jesus. Jesus. Through the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a preposition denoting the channel of an act. Amen. In other words, there's no other channel there's no other way to have victory than through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. It means to triumph over something. How many folks in our Christian life, we start out and then there comes things in our life that God uses to teach us and to mold us and to make us. And instead of us getting the victory of those things, Brother Trevant, they become the very thing, amen, that keeps us from ever having any victory in our life because we can't never get past them. Brother Jim, I've known people to be on fire for God. And then God starts to test their faith, which the trying of our faith is much more precious than gold. If you don't understand that, everything that comes your way, ever bump the road, everything that happens is going to defeat you and depress you. Amen, amen. I'm telling you something, life sometimes is hard, amen. Like yesterday, all I wanted to do, that's all I want to do is mow my grass. You crank your lawnmower, pull it up there, the tires are flat, the air compressor is stored up, amen. Then you fix all that and hold this and do that, get on it, won't start. You have to heart tire the whole top end of the motor off, work on it, then you get it running, then you're mowing the spring brakes and you're on a bank, then it rolls down, you have to get off, weld all that. I'm telling you, just one thing after another, amen. But you got to understand the trying of your faith is much more precious than gold. Amen. Didn't fly off the handle, didn't cuss, didn't get mad. Amen. Amen. Just understand that that's what God's allowed. That's what God, amen. Those things are what keeps us humble. 
those things is what keeps us where we should be, amen. Amen. I know that's earthly terminology, but I'm telling you something today, life is not always gonna go your way. As a matter of fact, my life has not turned out anything like I think it should, like I want it to be, amen. I mean, I want to live in old ripe age, amen, be strong in body, strong in voice, and preach and serve God and die and everything else, amen. Here I am, 41, struggling, going to the doctor tomorrow in Asheville. It's just one thing after another, amen. What am I to do? Be defeated over it, amen? Yes, it does affect my mind. Yes, it does get to me, amen. But I'm telling you something, I have victory through the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. I'm to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, amen. Let me tell you if you know if you're right with God or not. Look what the Bible said again there. I just said it. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Let me ask you something. How long has it been since you've abounded that you've moved that you've grown spiritually, that you know that you have moved from where you used to be. The majority of people are going backwards. They're regressing. They're backing up. Do you know why? Because there's no victory in their life. They're backing up. They're going the other way, amen. Everything that's took them down. What God has never seen anything in our lives to take you down. God has never put anything in your life to cause you to kick out. God has never put anything in your life to cause you to not be a Christian. God puts things in your life to make you a better Christian, to make you more like Christ, to make your light shine brighter, amen. But you've got to have the understanding that that victory comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. We worry ourselves to death. We stress ourselves over stuff that has never, ever changed it one bit. Amen, amen. So where are we at, amen? We are living in a generation of people that are absolutely, absolutely defeated. No victory at all. No victory. That tells me that we are not making proper use of Christ. God is not a good luck charm. God is not a lucky rabbit's foot. God is not a four-leaf clover. And I'm not going to be so blasphemous to put a four-leaf clover in my Bible. Amen. I don't even look for four-leaf clovers. God is God. He's our creator that made you and I. And by the way, if it has not dawned on us in a while, God loves us and cares about us. He cares what you're going through. He cares how you hurt. He cares what bothers you. He knows about it. God does not want us defeated. God wants us to have the victory and the triumph over the things in this life. 
victory. That's what I'm preaching on today. Victory. Can I ask you a question? How long has it been since God gave you victory over something? Here's what I see circumstances coming to people's lives, and that is the end of their Christianity. This Bible says always abounding in the work of the Lord. That teaches us that Jesus Christ gives us the victory. And if we don't get the victory, amen, that is a dead end road. And what happens in people's lives is things, circumstances come in their life. And what happens is, is they never abound anymore in the work of the Lord. They stop right there. Their Christianity stops right there. There's never no spiritual growth. There's never going forward. There's nothing. They've stopped right there. They've never excelled. They've never went forward. Their Christian life has stopped right there. And while I'm preaching this, I know it's a little different atmosphere, but I know in your heart, I know how the Holy Ghost works. If you're saved, you're examining your heart, you're examining your life, you're looking to things in your life that's been bothering you that you've never got the victory over, and you'd have to honestly say that you've never went any worse for God ever since you run up across this bumping road because you've not let God give you the victory and the triumph over it through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. May I say to you that no Webster said the word uh, through here means from end to end and side to side, from one end to the other, from the beginning all the way to the end. Amen. That's what through the Lord Jesus Christ means. It means that if we're going to have victory from the time we get saved to the time we die, our victory is going to come through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 That's exactly right. Amen. You're not going to have victory. We're not going to have victory any other way than through the Lord Jesus Christ. And it speaks of an avenue, of a tunnel of the sense, amen, to go through the victory that is of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to go around everything, amen. We, we do everything we know to do to avoid the, giving it to God and getting victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. I know what I'm talking about. Amen, amen. Here, here's what happens. Somebody gets something in their life. They'll call a sister over here. They'll call this preacher over here. They'll call this person over here. They'll tell this one. They'll say it, amen, out in prayer request, something like that. But they've never went to God. They've never asked God, Lord, these things are killing me. God, it's more than I can bear. God, you're going to have to give me some victory over this. My Christian life is not abounding. I'm not, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm not steadfast, dear God. I could be moved right now. My faith has got weak because I don't have victory over this in my life. I don't believe we'll ever understand church like it should be. We never experience the singing of the songs of Zion like it should be. We'll never be able to pray and understand it like we should understand it until we get some victory in our life and be able to pray with a free spirit and a free soul in adoration to the God of heaven. Amen. You wouldn't ever admit it, and I wouldn't ever admit it, because we're so stinking prideful, but we pray defeated in God. We pray to God, saying, God, why? I prayed, I've given you my life, I've done this, I've done that, and God, you ain't done a thing about it. 
And we pray like that. Don't tell me you don't. That's the problem with the majority of people. We look in the face of God. We don't have no victory over nothing. And we pray to God defeated. God, I prayed this prayer before and you didn't do nothing about it. And I'm not going to say it, but down in your heart, and God sees that, in my heart, we pray to God in the back of our mind as we're thinking, as we verbally pray, God, I prayed this before, and you didn't do it before. I've asked you about this, and you ain't done it before. God, and you pray defeated and depressed, and the only reason we do it is because we know it's something we're supposed to do to be right with God. No victory. No victory. You see, the problem is God knows our heart. God ain't like a man. If you're praying to a man, all he can understand is what you're saying. But I sometimes believe God pays more attention to your heart than what you're saying instead of attention to what you're saying and not your heart. That's what the church at Laodicea did. They said, because thou sayest. What they were doing is trying to get everybody to notice what they were saying instead of what was in their heart. But with God, God looks on a man's heart. Can I tell you something today? Let's throw the hypocrisy out the door. Let's throw it all out the door. Let's be honest with God today. Do you have victory in your heart? I ain't even gotten the message. It's still introduction. From end to end, from side to side, from one end to the other, from beginning to the end, if we're ever going to have victory in this life, it's going to be through the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, preacher, you don't know what I'm going through. Preacher, you still got your kids at home. I'm very conscious and aware of that. I'm not so arrogant to blow people out about their kids and knowing that mine's at home under my control. Understand one day that window of opportunity shall be shut and they shall be out from under my window of control. And there's no telling what I face, but I beg the God of heaven to give my children a heart for God. Brother Trivet, I'm going to shoot straight. It does not matter how much you worry and fret about Mark and Aubrey and Chris and them babies. It does not matter one single bit. As a matter of fact, that's what they want. That's why they taunt you with the things they do. But what's going to tear them up is when you got victory in your heart and you've turned it over to God and they see you going on with victory in your heart with triumph, abounding. If we're not careful, Brother Chad, what we go through will defeat us. Am I preaching to the church down the road? We just come out of a three-day meeting with one of the most precious preachers I know of. Fed our hearts, preached to us. And we come in today, it is as solemn and as still you tell me what's the matter. Is the, now listen, I don't know much. Is the problem with God? The problem is with us that don't have a lick of victory in our heart. We sing songs with no victory. 
We ask God for things in a prayer room with no victory in our heart. Brother Rex, you'll pray different when you got victory in your heart instead of defeat. I don't see no white towels laying in the aisle. But there's some of us, to be honest, we'd have to throw one in. Life is very short. And every day wasted in a day of defeat is one less day in your life you could have lived with victory in your heart. Now who makes that choice? Who makes the choice whether or not you live in defeat or live in victory? I know this is different. I'm I'm be honest with you. I'm an honest preacher. One of the saddest things, me pastoring for 18 years, then this year start 19 years, is you preach and 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 you preach, and there's no abounding that tells me there's no victory first corinthians 15 58 i'm gonna give you a few things and i'll be done today the bible says therefore and we all know that word therefore We've always heard it said that when you hear that word therefore, you better pay attention what it's there for. That word therefore is a word of connection. Therefore connects verse 58 with the former verses in what he had said. So in other words, you cannot separate these verses. The word therefore, not only is it a connecting word and a word of conjunction, but it is a word of conclusion. Paul come to the conclusion, he said, knowing this, he said, thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And knowing this, he said, therefore, because of these things, because you have victory through the Lord Jesus Christ, he said in that page, my beloved brethren, amen. Notice the first thing in order the connection and the conclusion Then I see the congregation. He addresses the people of God as beloved. You know, I begin to think about this, and this ain't got nothing to do with the message, but that is a beautiful word. I love words. Anybody like words and definitions? Amen. 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 This word beloved, it means it's something we should use. Amen. Amen, amen. We are the beloved. It means the esteemed. It means those that are dear. It means those that are a favorite. It means those that are worthy 
of love. Amen. Paul says, therefore, my beloved, amen. He said, therefore, my beloved brethren, amen. He said, therefore, he said, we have victory through Jesus. He said, therefore, my esteemed, my dear, my favorite, my worthy of love, amen. Paul is telling them, he said, I want to tell you something, my love, amen. My beloved, my favorite, he says, he said, I want to tell you something. He said, be ye steadfast. Now watch this. If the word therefore is a connecting word and a conjunction word and a conclusion, amen, what, amen, what is it? The conclusion is to be steadfast comes from one principle. What is that? The principle that victory is through the Lord Jesus Christ. So, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. Amen. So the congregation is us as the beloved, but notice what the construction of this passage of Scripture. He said, be ye, amen. That word be ye, is a, it means to come or into existence. It means to appear in history or to appear in public, amen. So what he's saying is, he said, if you've got victory, he said, it's going to be publicized by your steadfastness in the Lord Jesus Christ. It means that it would be brought into history, amen. Amen, amen. Think about men of days of old that have made history that we, we quote after, that we thrive off of and see, amen, because of the life that they live no matter what. Those are men that understood the victory that's in the Jesus Christ. That's why those men were steadfast. That's why they were unchanging, Amen. This generation couldn't have lived, amen, hundreds of years ago. Amen, when the, the signers of the Declaration of Independence and losing their homes, their families, their lives, losing their farms, losing everything, but they had victory in their soul because of an eternal purpose that they were fulfilling, amen. Amen, for this great country by the name of United States of America. But you and I do not see nothing. We see everything for the nasty now and now. We see no futuristic in what we're doing. If we have no victory, there'll be no steadfastness in our life. That's why you have so many people that float about. They start out serving God. They have no victory over things and therefore they'll end up going the other way because they have no victory, amen. Somebody say Amen. Amen, amen. And so the construction, be ye, means to bring into existence or to appear in history. In other words, God said that you can make history, you can bring into view of others if you understand that victory is through Jesus Christ. So what I'm saying today, that you can only be steadfast if you've got victory. Can I say something to you? Sitting on a church for you don't mean you're steadfast. Steadfast. Not only do I see the construction, but I see those of being constant. That word steadfast means immovable. Immovable, it means firm. It means not fickle and not wavering. Those are the ones that have victory. Amen, amen. Half the people's asleep and half the people's doing other things. And Amen, amen. I love it, amen. 
steadfast. Then the fourth thing is, amen, he said, be as steadfast, unmovable, the cannots. Amen, when you got victory, that word unmovable means unshaken, that which cannot be shaken, amen. When you have victory through the Lord Jesus Christ, you will not be shaken. No matter what comes your way, no matter what anybody says, no matter what comes in life, if we have victory through the Lord Jesus Christ, you will not be shaken. In other words, you won't be blown about with every wind of doctrine. There are those that will believe anything that anybody else says instead of what the Bible says. They're shaken, amen. They're shaken. I'm going to tell you something, sometimes preaching shakes people. Amen, amen. It does. It rattles their cage, amen. Amen, amen. We have lived in a day and hour where people want a prosperity gospel that is all about what is best for them. The only reason some people darken the doors of the church today and throw in a $20 bill in the offering is because they feel like that's their good luck charm to live a prosperous life down here on this planet. Amen, amen, amen. That's exactly I'm not here today because it's a good luck charm, Brother Jim. I'm here today because there's a God in heaven that made us, and he's worthy of the life that he's given me to stop my life long enough to go to the house of God and worship him today, lift my hand, lift my voice, lift my head. And thank him and praise him, sing for him, preach for him, be in church, be accounted for ever. Amen. Amen. Majority of people, they, amen, they just stroll in here, pop on a pew, and that's the end of it. They ain't giving God nothing. Amen. And ain't nothing going to move them. I'm telling you something today that it is a person that cannot be moved, amen. Praise God we got that down, amen. Unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That word abound means to exceed or to overflow, amen. You can tell if you've got victory in your life, if you're abounding in God, why do we always think anything about abounding has anything to do with finances? Abounding is having victory in your life, having joy in your soul, peace and satisfaction. It means overflow. Amen. Overflow. The majority of people come here today only to take in, to give me, give me. What have you got for me, preacher? What have we got for God today? What? has overflowed out of your heart that is filled with victory for Jesus today. What has come out of you and the air you breathe that has brought glory to God's name? What's overflowed? Amen. What has overflowed out of you? Preacher, I got all kinds of feelings in me and it's just overflowing. Amen. 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 How about some animation? Amen. God animates when he overflows because he said he'd spew them out of his mouth to the book of Revelation. God animated. God showed what it does to him. Do you see what I'm trying to get at today? 
I wonder if the Holy Ghost was to come by today. And he walks through this sanctuary and walks down this side and goes outside and he puts a big stamp on the door. Either victory or defeat. I wonder what he would stamp on the door of Emmanuel Baptist Church. I'm going to close with this. Always abounding in the work of the Lord going forward. I want to tell you something. A lot of churches ain't going forward no more. One of the greatest compliments is what Brother Eddie Davis said to us the other day. And I asked him, I always ask older preachers, preacher, you got any advice for us? Something we could do, anything. And he meditated a second, and then he looked back at me, sitting at our dinner table, and we fed him. And I told you what he said. He looked at me, and he said, preacher, he said, keep doing what you're doing. That's one of the greatest compliments that we in Emmanuel Baptist Church has ever been given. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor. Now our society has a different definition for labor. But I'm old school. I know what labor is. And I'm not being prideful. I'm not afraid of a little bit of labor. Amen. So what I'm saying with that aspect in mind, this generation don't know much about labor. Brother Tucker, it ain't always a bed of roses to come. As far as the atmosphere of getting here and trying to get here and everything. Don't think you're the only one that fights hell by the acre sometimes to come to the house of God. To labor in the work of God. Has her heart rate ever escalated in the work of God? For your labor is not in vain in the Lord. If I understand my Bible right, all this whole verse hinges on the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. A man or a woman that has no victory in their life will never do any laboring. For the Lord Jesus Christ. My wife's going to go to the piano when she gets done. Here's what happens. God, I've done it before, and I've seen no dividends. God said, you're to always be abounding in the work of the Lord. Because your labor is not in vain. You remember the message R.G. Lee preached, and I know the connotation he preached it in. But there is a payday. Someday. 
Brother Michael, there's nobody ever labored for Jesus that has went unnoticed. There's never one prayer, Brother Tucker, ever been prayed that God did not see. Victory. Brother Jim, sometimes as a preacher, I'm, I'm honest. Sometimes, honestly, in my flesh, I'll say, what is the use? What is the use? And God reminds me, when I stood up here today and I close my eyes and pray, I say, God, help me to remember that I'm here today for you and you only. There's nothing you've ever done for God that He has not recorded down. It breaks my heart. It's very embarrassing to have preachers come in and our hearts be so defeated there's no victory. There's no energy in the choir. We're just defeated. I think about the three Hebrew children. God didn't deliver them out of the fire, but He delivered them through the fire. But they had victory. They said, our God is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. But if not, be it known, O King, we still won't bow and worship your golden image. Brother Jim, what do you call that? We have victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And who appeared likened in the fire to the Son of God? It was victory. Victory was in the fire. Victory was not outside the furnace. Let me tell you if you've got victory or not. I remember when I first got saved, there'd be times that the Holy Ghost would let me look at my life and look at me and realized how I had grown. You say, preach, I don't believe that. Well, some of you go get some of your clothes from five years ago and put them on now, and you'll realize that you've grown. And God let me see that when I was young. For when I get older, I still look around sometimes, Miss Linda, and I say, have I grown any lately? Have I matured any? Is there anything changed in my life? Am I closer to God now than I was last year? What's changed? What's changed? Abounding in the work of the Lord. I'm going to ask us a question today. And I want you to be honest with God, not me. Is your life a life of defeat? Or a life of triumph? See, Brother Jim, here's what happens. When a man beats himself so much that he lives a defeated life 
He thinks that's what spirituality is. Is being able to live this life defeated and still march on. That man will never have a heart for nothing because he's defeated. But some people think that's what Christianity is. But that's not what Christianity is. Christianity is when everybody else thinks you're defeated and they've got you defeated, but you've got victory down in your heart. And that's what gets you up in the morning. That's what brings you back Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. That's what keeps you in a prayer closet. That's what keeps you reading your Bible. That's what keeps you witnessing to people. That's what energizes you. That's when, it, when you're at church and you think about the things of God, you raise your hand and adoration to God is because you've got victory in your heart. Let's stand on our feet.